0: Good
1: morning. Good afternoon, Richmond. It's 12 noon and I'm AWA. This is the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Now at 105 1 FM, Richmond's home for the Washington Commanders. And when you hear Commanders games on The Fan next season, you will be listening to a completely different franchise as Josh Harris has now fully taken over and made his first big move, firing Ron Rivera. I am broadcasting live from Capitol Ale House here in Innsbruck, as I'll be here every Monday throughout the rest of football season. That includes college football playoff game tonight. It's a good one. Big game at 730, Michigan against Washington, and then the rest of the NFL playoffs that begin with the wild card round next weekend. So, What's going on, Richmond? How are you doing today? As January 8th marks the day that Josh Harris told Commanders, players, and the fan base that it is now on his shoulders. This is his job. When he took over ownership in the offseason for Dan Snyder, we knew it was too late for him to do anything this season, right? I know if it was a normal Ownership situation, Ron Rivera would have been fired at the end of last year after he failed to make the postseason and didn't even know when his team was eliminated. But because of the change of ownership, we had a lame duck season. We all had to endure one of the most frustrating years of my lifetime being a Commanders fan, where I felt like the expectations were for this team to win eight or nine games, and the reality was they finished this season just 4-13. and 13. So it's now on Josh Harris's shoulders to fix this organization. For better or worse, it's now on him. Because like I said, it would be completely unfair to blame him for any of the misfortunes of this season and of the Rivera era. But with today's firing of Ron Rivera it now marks the start of the official beginning of Josh Harris making moves as the owner for the Commanders. And I for one am very excited to see what Josh can do. What Josh can bring. He's moving with quickness already. The guy's have already announced they brought in two guys to not be full-time hires, but to assist Josh Harris in the hiring of a GM and a head coach. So that is Spielman and Bob Myers. And they've also asked permission to interview many GM and head coaching candidates already. A lot of assistant GMs that are on the come up in the NFL. I love it. Move quick. Get somebody in here. Get the fan base fired up for next season. So here on a Misery Monday, I always like to start the show by asking myself, how do I feel today after another defeat and asking the audience, members of the AWOD Army, if you want to chime in, phone lines are open, 833-804-0910, 833-804-0910. How are you feeling today after another defeat? This one to our arch rival, the Dallas Cowboys. I'm doing pretty good here on another Misery Monday to close out the NFL regular season with the Commander's having a lousy 4-13 and record, but I'm feeling perfect. I'm happy, I'm I'm pleased, I am at peace with the decision by Josh Harris. We finally got what we wanted, Ron Rivera out in Ashburg. Now, the future can be filled with dreams, dreams of a franchise quarterback with that number two overall pick that we secured on Sunday. A competent head coach who inspires 53 men to go out there and try their hardest every week and every single down. A GM who can identify talent and evaluate draft prospects. And then a front office that simply has no connection to the former boss man, the devil himself, Dan Snyder. So how am I feeling today? I'm perfectly pleased with everything. Everything we wanted to happen, happened yesterday. right? The Commanders lost. The Saints won. The Steelers won. And Washington locked up the number two overall pick, and I think the future in Washington is bright. We may actually be the most compelling destination for an up-and-coming GM or an offense coordinator or defense coordinator ready to be a head coach. You have plenty of draft capital, tons of salary cap, and owner willing to spend money to win and make Washington, a great football team once again, willing to do anything that it takes to win, right? Josh Harris is one of us. That's what I've noticed so far, right? And I think it's obvious, and now I will say the last guy was as well, right? A diehard Skins fan. You can't say Dan Snyder wasn't. I think you could argue maybe his dad was a bigger fan than him, but Josh Harris loves this team. He was going to games with his parents. He brought his mom to the intro press conference. She wanted to be mama commander. He loves this team. And I think he's going to always be a diehard fan. But other than Dan Snyder, we're already seeing Josh Harris. What Josh Harris does to win and to be a winning organization is he puts brilliant people in place to make hard decisions. Well, we dealt with Dan Snyder for 25 years where he would put yes men in charge to say yes for anything he asked for. Yes, I want this kid Dwayne Haskins. Yes, I want RG3. Yes, I want RG3 to start even after a knee injury. Dan Snyder was putting Yesman in charge. I am very excited for what Josh Harris can do. And, look, this is going to be fun. I I know a lot of people are scared. I I know a lot of people uh, feel like, hey, you could screw this up. And you hire the wrong coach, and then here we are back in the same position four years ago, right? Or you draft the wrong quarterback, and here we are next year looking for another guy again. There's a lot of things that could go wrong. But I think this is fun because – This is the NFL offseason drama at its finest, and we'll be following it all summer long right here on 910 The Fan as the commanders tried to redo everything. And, And I think we asked people this last year when Dan Snyder sold the team. You could be looking at 2024, 2025 with a new owner. Check that off. Give me a ding. A new head coach. That's coming up next. A GM. A new quarterback. And a new look for this franchise. And, oh, yeah, they're already working on a new stadium to be uh, developed in the next five or six years. So what do we know right now, right? There's a lot of moving parts. We do know Ron Rivera is out. We know Josh Harris has already spoken to the players, and we'll speak to the media today at 1 p.m. We're going to air that press conference live for you right here on 910 The Fan, now at 105, 1 FM, right at 1 p.m. We know Washington has hired Spielman and Bob Myers as NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport reported earlier today that the Commanders hired the two-time NBA Executive of the Year, Bob Myers, to help run the franchise, to help figure out the next guy in charge to be the president and GM. Bob Myers, of course, put together that Warriors team that was a dynasty for a long time, stepped down uh, in the last few years here to take a step back and reevaluate what he wanted to do in the future. And I, I will say right now, I think it's a home run because I wanted Bob Myers to come to Washington to work for the Wizards, Uh, but now you got him coming to work for an NFL franchise, and everything I've heard about Bob Myers is he will help you find the right guy. Uh, Then you have the longtime Minnesota Vikings general manager, and Rick Spielman. He's already done a lot of really good draft picks throughout his time in the NFL. A few that come to mind are Percy Harvin and Adrian Peterson, right? So... Then you have Magic Johnson, who is announced will be a part of the advisory committee to determine the club's next coach and head of football operations. Harris said in a statement, As we look ahead, we recognize the results this season were not good enough, and a strategic shift in leadership and approach is necessary. Alongside my partners, I have assembled a small advisory committee to assist me in identifying two important roles for this organization head of football operations, and head coach. That's what they are searching for. They brought in Bob Myers, Rick Spielman, and Magic Johnson to help out with that. And uh, Bob Myers said in a statement to Ian Rappaport, I have been fortunate to know Josh Harris for many years, and his commitment to building championship-caliber teams is what drew me here. In my experience, championship infrastructure begins with a strong ownership group that prioritizes culture and invests in attracting the industry's most talented and innovative leaders. And speaking with Josh and his team, it's clear they will do everything it takes to build a world-class organization. And, I mean, hearing those quotes get me really fired up. So that's Bob Myers. Then you ask who's Spielman. Well, he's got 30-plus years of NFL front office experience. That's a lot of experience. He knows a lot of guys. He's going to help find a guy that's on the come-up, that deserves an opportunity here in Washington. Spielman said in a statement, I'm excited and appreciative of this opportunity to support Josh as he works to hire a head of football operations and a new head coach for the Washington Commanders. I know how much this franchise means to Josh and how motivated he is to reestablish a culture of winning. That's what we're trying to do here in Washington. Re-establish a culture of winning. Ron Rivera claimed to have fixed the culture. He may have changed the culture off the field, but he didn't change it on the field. Now Josh Harris moved on from Ron Rivera this morning, and we'll have to put the right guys in place to fix the culture of winning on the field. That's all we want here. Diehard DC sports fans, Commanders fans, Skins fans like myself, we just want to be in the hunt We want to be contenders. We want to compete for championships. And we don't want a guy who's going to come in here like Ron Rivera and claim that it's going to take four or five years to do that. That's BS. The Texans in year one. The Eagles in two years won a Super Bowl. Joe Burrow hired, uh, drafted by the Bengals gets hurt. Next year they're in the Super Bowl. I mean, that's all it takes is a competent GM to come in and hire the right guy as head coach, and then you match him with the right guy at quarterback. And all of a sudden, you become a contender. All of a sudden, you become a team that people are scared to play against, and maybe, once again, FedEx Field can be home to home field advantage, as I do think the firing of Ron Rivera and the excitement of this offseason will bring the fan base back to FedEx Field to support Washington once again. Phone lines are open throughout the show. want to hear from you. How are you reacting to the news this morning? 833-804-0910. 833-804-0910. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. I'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM. Richmond's home for the Washington Commanders and I'm broadcasting live from Capital Ale House here in Innsbruck. I should let everybody know that Burger Night is back. And it's back right right here where it started at Capital Ale House. Every Monday from 3 p.m. to close, so I get off the air at 3. From 3 to close, you can get a quarter-pound smashed and seared burger or cheeseburger for just $2.95. I mean, it's the best deal here in town. We used to come to Capital Ale House uh, on Monday nights when I was in school, so I'm so happy to announce Burger Night is back where it all started here at Capitol Ale House. But joining us right now to react to the news, Ron Rivera out in Ashburn on the Hadid Mercer rug cleaning hotline is Eric Bickle, E.B. from the Sports Junkies. What's going on, E.B.?
0: Hey, buddy. How are you?
1: Can you EB, hear me? E.B., are you there? Stub, see if you can punch him up. I'm not hearing him here. You can't hear me, bud? All right, now I got you. What's going on, E.B.? Hey, man, how are you? I'm, I'm doing great, right? I, I mean, it's a misery Monday. The season's terrible, 4-13. and 13, But I've been wanting Ron Rivera gone, dating back to the Thursday night disaster against the Bears. So I'm so glad that we finally moved on <laughs> from Ron. Yeah, I mean,
0: I guess. It was inevitable. Everybody knew it. Uh, you can't you can't have a season like you had and, and stay on. So we've known this has been coming for months. A lot of us thought probably this was how the season was going to end anyway. I was somewhat optimistic. I, I thought we had a top ten defense. I was catastrophically wrong. I thought Hal would be better than you know Heineke and et cetera and everybody last year. And really, at the end of the day, he wasn't over the full season. So more than anything, I'm just frustrated as a fan that here we are with like our fifth rebuild in the last you know twenty years or so. It's just really, really. I, I'm actually sick of it. I know people are all excited and we got new toys, but, you know, I was excited when Mike Shanahan came, didn't work out. I was excited when Gibbs came back, didn't really work out. I was excited when Jay Gruden was hired. It didn't really work. So, (laughs) you know, I've kind of been there, done that with all of this. And I know everyone is, you know, is making a big deal about the fact that we have a different ownership group and we have a different process and that's true. Maybe ultimately that'll prove correct, but I've just been down this road too many times to get all excited about just bringing in another new guy. And by the way, we need way more than a head coach. We need no, pretty much help yeah. at every position.
1: It is frustrating and you're right. We've been there, done that before, but you know, like you were saying, I would argue that hey, at least we've got an owner in in charge hmm. now that wants to hire the right people. To make the right hire instead of Dan Snyder, you know, just saying, "Oh, I think we should go after this guy or this guy's, you know, gonna take this amount of money. Let's get him." Uh, but I would also argue, E.B., this is rock bottom, so it can only go up from here, right? I mean, like you said, we thought to. we had a good defense. Turns out we have nobody, right? So I, I yeah, just I feel mean, like it, only it up, has how to much improve. Is it
0: going go up. I don't know. You got to hit on right. your coach. You got to hit on your front office people. You got to hit on your quarterback. And then, you know, we got like 15 other positions that we got to hit on, too. I mean, Ron was so bad. And, again, you have to say the perfunctory, he was a nice guy. But he was so bad at personnel. The draft picks were abysmal. The free agent signings were awful. I mean, he has left us with a roster that is dreadful. I love Terry McLaurin, and we have John Allen on every week and everything. But those guys weren't difference makers. Um, there's, we got a handful of guys. To build around, um, so I'm kind of down, and no one likes my opinion. <laughs> but hopefully, I'm wrong. I like the I like the advisory board that they put together. I like bringing Myers in, the guy from uh, Golden State that did so well there. Uh, I think that's a great move. Uh, you know, we've got a chance, but you just got to hit. I just don't think it's easy to win in the NFL. Everyone's pointing to the Texans. Well, they got lucky. They got lucky that it looks like Carolina picked the wrong quarterback. Um we're going to kind of be in that same situation too, right? We hope yeah. that the top guy the Bears don't take. Um, and then, you know, hopefully we hit from there. So I, I, I'm kind of depressing and nobody really likes my opinion today or any day. But it's just <laughs> I don't think it's a great day that we're starting all over from scratch again. I feel like been there, done that.
1: Yeah, no, no, you're so right about that. And, you know, I I go back to Ron Rivera kind of convincing everyone that, hey, it's going to take four or five years to build this roster up, and here we are four years later. And the roster he's actually built it down. It feels like it's gotten worse. But you're right. I mean, I would point to the Texans. I point to the Eagles. And there's plenty of organizations out there in the NFL where it didn't take four years. It took maybe two years to turn it around. So I think that's what I'm hoping for here. Is today marks January eighth, twenty twenty four of of a, well, a two year window for us to hopefully become happens, competitive once again.
0: Just to put it in context. I mean, sure, certainly you're, you you've mentioned some places where it has happened in the last few years. But in this town. It hasn't happened since nineteen eighty two that a coach has come in and within two years really turned the franchise around. And that was with Joe Gibbs. One. Um What so
1: do you know what was really the year that, that Mike long. Shanahan started in Washington? Is was that like what year do you do you know that what year Mike Shanahan started in Washington? I, I think it remember. was like two thousand and ten. And then it took a something. few years, yeah.
0: Yeah, and then Robert had the one year and then, you know, broke and then fell apart and they just, you know, we ne- were never able to recover. I mean, who, who, you know, we're all t- t- worried about what coach we brought in. I mean, Mike Shanahan had as great a resume as anyone and yeah. he couldn't make it happen here. Now, certainly he was handcuffed with Bruce and Dan. There's no question about that. Um, but, you know, hope- hopefully this group can-, can get it right and get lucky too, frankly. I'm just very. <laughs> Very down. I'm just so dejected that the season ended the way it did that I'm just not as joyous as everyone else. I'm actually frustrated.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I think I think you're not alone. Like A lot of people are frustrated because we thought, hey, at least we have our quarterback of the future in Sam Howell, and based on the second half of the season, I, I don't think we do, and I, I have a strong feeling that New Ownership Group is going to hire someone to look into either trading up to number one to get their quarterback that they want, or taking quarterback at number two overall. It's EB from the Sports Junkies with us here, here on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline. Follow EB on social media at EB Junkies. You know, I value your opinion on the quarterback mm. position. And I do think you are a good QB evaluator here. Apparently you not. just have struggled really at not. times. You know, I, I saw the same <laughs> thing with, you, uh, with about uh, Carson Wentz as you. I thought he was going to work out here in Washington. After the one season in Indianapolis, it didn't. But I am putting my career on the line as an NFL quarterback evaluator. I've been saying multiple times, Caleb Williams is that guy. He's going to be a pro bowler within five years. I would do everything possible to get him to Washington. I feel
0: like he's the guy with the highest floor. In other words, I feel like he's not going to bust. Yeah. Some of these other guys I don't know. Um, but I, I, I'm kind of out of the business, Adam, of, of predicting <laughs> who's going to hit and who's not. I mean, we have the greatest coaches in the history of the game, and they can't do it. I mean, look at Bill Belichick. He basically put his career on Mac Jones, and you know he's going to get fired. He won six Super Bowls. He's going to get friggin' fired. He's going to get moved out of New England. Um, he can't figure out the quarterback position. It is so difficult to do um, that I, I I'm, frankly, I'm a little gun shy. I'm a little scared. I, I agree with you. I think Caleb, he has the experience, um, you know, big time, big game experience to make all the throws. He's super athletic. He's a highlight reel. But you never really know. I, I it was, you know, corresponding with someone today. Uh, who swears by Drake May? Swears by. Um, says he's a, you know, the, the, the closest thing to a can't miss since Andrew Luck. So, I mean, who really knows? I just hope that whoever we bring in here, we support him with a great offensive line, with a coordinator that's not going to make him drop back and pass 50 times a game, um, <laughs> with some receivers that can get open, with a defense that can make some stops. Uh, With a head coach, you know, that has some common sense. I mean, this team really has needs in every area you could look at other than punter. And that's pretty sad.
1: Yeah, no, certainly. We've got a lot of draft picks, though, so hopefully they hit on quarterback, they hit on uh, linebacker, they hit on several places that they need to improve on. <laughs> EB, you can be gun-shy. I'm not, though. I'm all in on Caleb. I'm putting my career on the line as an NFL quarterback evaluator. I am championing right. Caleb Williams. He's going to be the guy. All right. When he's not the guy, you can blame me. I'll take the L for that. But Caleb's going to be a star in this league.
0: I, I think he has real potential. I like him. Some people don't like his height. I'm not too concerned about that. Um, those those smaller guys kind of learn how to make do with arm angles and everything else. He looks like he could be special, but you know, look at look at what watch Penix tonight. Watch Penix have another big game and him zoom up everybody's board. Um, so you just don't know.
1: EB, when we finish this NFL coaching search and we get to bit season, you got to have me on the Junkies. I do have a big update for you guys.
0: Uh, well, I, I hear. Do you have, like, a dating update?
1: I, I might. I may. Well, we might have to wait for that, though. I can't reveal All it until right. I'm on the big show with the big dogs.
0: All right. <laughs> All, right. All right. Talk to Drabby. We'll make it happen.
1: All right, man. Thanks so much for the time. I appreciate it. All right, buddy. Yep. That's Eric Bickle. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio on the fan. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. That was managing partner of the Washington Commanders, Josh Harris, avoiding the question about a name change. Of course, says we're busy right now. Sports is the focus. They've got to hire a head of football operations and then a new head coach. And those two guys will come together and decide who will be the next quarterback. I've already made it clear. I want it to be Caleb Williams, I'm Adam Epstein, you're listening to AWOD Radio, here on Richmond's Home for the Commanders, broadcasting live, here from Capitol Alehouse, and I should let all the listeners know, Burger Night, Burger Night, Burger Night is back, returns to Capitol Alehouse, this is every Monday from 3 to close, you're not going to find a better deal than this here in Richmond, Virginia, from 3 p.m. to close, a quarter pound smashed and seared burger or cheeseburger for just $2.95. Yeah, you heard that right, just 2.95. Or upgrade to a bacon and blue cheese burger or a bacon and beer cheeseburger or a mushroom burger or a black bean burger for just 3.95. Back by popular demand, Richmond's original Burger Night is back at Capital Ale House every Monday. Of course, you can visit here Innsbruck where I'm at, Medlothian or downtown. Go online capitalalehouse.com. Take a look at the full menu. So I'm broadcasting live here as I do every Monday throughout the rest of the football season. We'll continue this throughout the playoffs in the NFL. And I met a listener, thanks to Jimmy, for uh, coming by and saying hello at Capital Alehouse. You know what he said to me, Stub? He said, hey, what are you doing all right? You're not fired up enough. You don't have enough energy this morning. He thought I was sick or something because you're screaming all day long about Ron Rivera being fired. Now he's finally fired and you're being quiet. Right. So here's the thing. Yes, I am fired up about Ron being gone. I really am. All right. Thanks to coming to Capitol Hill House, Jimmy. I appreciate that. I'm I'm over the moon excited about Ron being gone. But there's also just so many unknowns, you know, that's kind of cooling down my energy a little bit. Like, who's going to replace Ron? Like, yes, I'm fired up that Ron's gone. I'm very happy this day finally came, but they've got to get that hire right. And the only problem with this Ron being fired is, yeah, Here's why it why it happened because Washington went four and thirteen and failed to even sniff the postseason. So as much as I'm fired up that Ron's gone, I'm pissed that there are 14 teams and 14 fan bases in the NFL like Cleveland, who's always been worse than Washington. Cleveland's going to get to watch another NFL game this season with their favorite team playing. You know that's what I'm so upset about is that our off season is starting early, <laughs> right? And really started weeks ago when we were eliminated. So I just want to win. I just want to win. That's all I want. I want to support a winning organization. Yes, I'm very happy Ron is gone, but uh, we've got to get the next hire correct because I I, I don't know if I can handle another setback. Right? I mean, Stubb, it's just been such a frustrating season. Yeah,
2: and what? we were not surprised by this. Like We knew this was coming on this day. It's hard to get fired up about something that you've known was going to happen for three weeks when it suddenly happens. This wasn't...
1: (laughs) Well, and... And it probably should have happened earlier. Like, what did you make of Josh I, Harris's statement about why he hung on to Ron Rivera?
2: No, I agree with it, and ultimately, it put us in a better place. I mean, we fire Ron, maybe we end up as like a six and eleven team. We don't have right. a good draft pick. I, I, I don't know, and I, I respect it. I think, I think it's a good business practice, and it resulted in us being a better place. So I, I cannot, yeah. I, I don't love firing a coach midseason personally. I I, 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 respect someone that keeps them on the whole time. So I'd say that's my, yeah.
1: my uh, view. Yeah, I mean. I, I'm you know, I'm kind of into just firing people immediately. Like I I want I want blood. Like that's I wanted blood. Like that's how much I was so frustrated with this season that I, I wanted Ron gone several times. But I also understand the human aspect of it, right? Like Josh Harris and Ron Rivera were running into each other in the hallways all the time. You know? smoking and joking and talking about their wives and their families, and they got along, and they had this mutual respect for each other where it's probably hard for Josh to come in and say, hey, Ron, I can't uh, sign your paychecks anymore, right? <laughs> so the human element of it makes sense to me for why Josh Harris hung on to Ron. And, look, it's worked out better for the franchise because we have the number two overall pick. Let's go to the phone lines if you want to chime in, eight three three eight zero four zero nine ten. 910 We got our buddy Trey in Richmond. Trey, what's going on, buddy?
3: Hey, what's going on, A.Y.? Hey, Happy days.
1: Monday, man. What did you uh, What did you think of the press conference from Josh Harris?
4: Well,
3: I I think uh, when Mike Phillips uh, asked the question about the branding, I think that was probably uh, the biggest thing because you know I, I knew the other stuff was going to happen, but you know as far as the branding, I think that was uh, important. And he asked that question, but I feel like he uh, him being Josh. Uh, Deflected the answer. Uh, You kind of like, like, come on, like we got other stuff to worry about other than the branding. Which you know, like uh, I think that's kind of important because right now, like, what the heck is a commander anyway? A last place team in the NFC East, like you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, you make a good point. I mean, uh, so you're all in on new rebrand, another rebrand for this team.
3: Um. Well. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, I think uh, no, no, no.
1: I think you should say yes because you're right. Commander yeah. sucks. It's a bad name. You know, we we can all be honest. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and I I think like the whole thing to like the like people trying to make the hogs and everything that that was in the 80s or whatever year that, that was before I was born. I don't know nothing about them people unless I look them up online. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if I you know that that type of thing. But uh, yeah, I think. Uh, It should be like a new direction and everything as far as that's concerned.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. Good call, man. I appreciate you chiming in. He's 100% correct, Stubb. Josh Harris completely deflected Michael Phillips' question, right? Like, Michael Phillips here yeah, for Washington Times and 910 The Fan, and Josh Harris just uh, gave him a no-look pass the other way, right? I mean, just <laughs> completely went the other way with the answer.
2: <laughs> I, I would not have never expected him to answer that question. <laughs> it no, it no, seems no, like but, but, but Michael, Michael had to ask, you know, because
1: – Everyone would have been mad right? like, if
2: no one asked, but he, y- right, he we're never going to get an get, answer.
1: Right. You don't get a chance to talk to the owner of the franchise very often. And, uh, you know, here's the thing. And um, I think Trey kind of made this point. Nobody likes commanders, right? So anytime you get a chance to talk to him and to get his thoughts on the name, of course he's going to avoid it and deflect because there are bigger questions, but people still want to know his answer to this. Are you planning to change it once again? Are you planning to rebrand when we move into a new stadium eventually? Uh, because just the name just doesn't work right it just doesn't work and I, I we have so many other things to discuss who's going to be the head coach who's going to be the head of football operations who's going to be the quarterback but most of the fans in the fan base can't agree eventually we need to move on from the name commanders it's, it's just, just not a
2: hard word to say like it just doesn't yeah. flow well like I know. <laughs> at the end of the day I, i'd rather go back to football team
1: right yeah i, I just comms manders durs it just it doesn't work it doesn't work but let's get back to the conversation at hand which is What did Ron Rivera do wrong, and what does the new head coach need to do right? Because I put together a list here of things I think Ron did completely wrong that the new coach will have to learn from. And the number one thing is find your quarterback, and don't you dare stop looking until you find him. Ron, that's where you failed us. That's where you failed us. Oh, I believe that Carson Wentz can be the guy. Oh, we've got this Kyle Allen kid that really never got a chance in Carolina. Man, Sam Howe, we had him on our roster last year. We didn't realize how good it was. You kept thinking you had your guy, and you stopped looking. You cannot stop looking until you find your franchise quarterback. That's the number one thing Ron did wrong, the new coach will have to learn from. I'll give you the list of things I think Ron Rivera failed us here in Washington as the head coach on next on The Fan. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM, broadcasting live from Capitol Ale House here in Innsbruck. And today is burger night. From 3 p.m. to close, you can get a burger for just $2.95 or add some bacon and cheese for $3.95. It is the best deal here in town. Josh Harris, the owner of the Washington Commanders, spoke with the media today they asked him about the timeline of the rebuild now. And I love this from Josh Harris. He says, quote, this was not a fun season for the ownership group. We're right there with the fans. If we can write the script, it would be a quick turnaround. I find when you do things quickly, you do things to set yourself back. It's about making the right decision. And I, I love this tweet from our boss in D.C. on 106.7. The fan Chris Kynard, he says, today, D.C. football fans will finally get – to wipe the slate clean from the Dan Snyder era. For the first time since Jack Kent Cook's death in 1997, the team has a chance to operate like other teams. Strategic, compete most years, win playoff games occasionally, not be embarrassing. That's what we're trying to do here with the new ownership group. Try not to be embarrassed of our football team. Well, this season was certainly an embarrassing season, but hopefully... It's the last for a long time. Joining us right now on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline, live from Ashburn, it is Michael Phelps from MP on the Mic. What's going on, Michael? Yes, sir. Busy day out
4: here in Ashburn. Obviously, uh, Josh Harris talked, uh, heard from a lot of the players, and uh, Ron Rivera is uh, preparing to leave the building.
1: Oh, so Ron is still in the building as we speak. (laughs) He's, He's saying his goodbyes.
4: He's got a lot of people to say goodbye to, probably a lot of packing up to do. I uh, did not do that in advance, and uh, I think you now he, he's he's welcome there as an alumni. Um, obviously, uh-huh. the fans turned on him this year, but but the players love him.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I would love for you to send me a picture of the tires squeaking and him eventually leaving the building, so we can <laughs> say goodbye to Ron uh, once and for all. But I will say I did respect Josh Harrison's answer on why he kept Ron Rivera for the entire season. I, I really did respect that.
4: He, he said, I, I committed to a full season and I'm good by my word, right? And uh, so much of the early tenure of, you look at, I'm not Dan Snyder. And uh, that's totally a not Dan Snyder thing to do, to promise somebody something and then follow through on it for an entire calendar year, even when things get bleak. Um, there, there's no doubt, though, you know, he, he did the process in Philadelphia with the 76ers. I think he's looking for a lot quicker turnaround here. Um, I think he'll be looking to use a lot of that salary cap space this offseason. Number two pick, obviously, is very lucrative. Uh, He said many times, I think this is an attractive job, and I think he's right.
1: Absolutely. A lot of people were surprised that he brought in Bob Myers, the two-time NBA executive of the year, to help out with the hiring of a head of football operations. Uh, What I was surprised about is that, that didn't get leaked at all. I mean, Bob Myers is one of the biggest names in sports right now, and it shocked most people when this announcement was made earlier today.
4: You, you've got to give a lot of credit. Uh, Spielman, too, who, who's absolutely respected GM. Uh, this this is a process that has been done behind closed doors. Obviously, he has worked on it for a long time. They've now put out more than 10 interview requests to personnel league-wide uh, this morning. You don't do that in, in a morning's work. They, they clearly have been at work for a long time targeting who they want. And Myers, by the way, has been on ESPN the whole time too uh, and will continue to be on ESPN as a basketball analyst. Yeah, you got to be very impressed with the way these guys have worked. Um, Their operation has run smoothly, professionally. Uh, Look, the drama was always fun to talk about, but I've said a 100 times, I'll say it again today, give me a quiet, functional winning team any day of the week. That's way more fun.
1: Yeah, you you mentioned the names being leaked. I mean, more than 10 interview requests have been thrown out there. I find it interesting because Diana Russini says that other teams and owners of her they will not be leaking names of those uh, that were requested interviews. Why do, why do you think Josh chose this strategy to have it out there, hey, we're going to interview some of the best around?
4: Yeah, I do think this is deliberate. I, I think he wants it known he's putting in the work right now. This is not a silent process, right? This, this is uh, – Announcing to the fans, look at all these people we're talking to. We are going to find the best in football, bring them into our building, and talk to them, right? There's no need to to wonder, are they doing anything? Do they, you know, the competition's working. Are they working? They are working, and they are interviewing people. Uh, This is a big week for that, of course, virtual interviews this week, then in-person interviews as as the playoffs go along, and then ultimately, you know, you can hire guys once their seasons are done. Uh, Very much interested in communicating out, we, you know, we respect the fan base, we respect their opinions, we respect their intelligence. We're going to let them know, we're going to work here.
1: Michael Phillips with us here on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline. Check out MP on the mic Monday through Friday from 10 to 12 noon. You can always rewind on the free Odyssey app. It's AWOD and MP for a little crosstalk. Michael Phillips not in on Bill Belichick. AWOD all in on Harbaugh. Michael, what's a hot name that you're fired up for? Look, I, I if you
4: hire Harbaugh, you're going to win. It's it's basically a guarantee. All this guy does is win everywhere he goes. Um, I don't know that it's a fit for the things Josh Harris talked about of having a cordial relationship with the general manager, of having sustained success. The 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 success under Har- Harbaugh seems to be immediate, and then everybody hates him on the way out. Um, I, I don't know that that's a total fit. But look, if you can get Harbaugh, you can win immediately and. Uh, we all like winning. Winning's great, so uh, I'm not going to. I'm not going to say no to some, some Jim Harbaugh action. Should that become a possibility, for sure. Uh, both Lions coordinators coming in for interviews. I think that'll be interesting. Uh, some Ravens coaches coming in. Circle Raheem Morris. I do yep. think they'll go with an offensive coach, but if it's a defensive coach, I think he's as good as the, out there right now.
1: Yeah, no, I I love Raheem uh, coming back to D.C. where he's had success in the past. I thought it was very interesting, Josh Harris, uh, comments on Eric Biennemi. He will stick around, have a chance to interview, to be either O.C. or head coach, or maybe there's another spot for him uh, in this organization. But there have been more comments and quotes coming out from members of this organization and players. In particular, Sam Cosme told J.P. Finley, I wanted to run the ball more. We needed more balance, please let's run the rock. I mean, I get it, but does Sam Cosme, did he even play good enough for him to stack, step out with quotes like that? I mean, I think you could argue that all five of the offensive linemen should be replaced, and then, obviously, you would run the ball more.
4: Yeah, Cosme's obviously the one who's allowed to say that. He's the one who will stay of the five. Um, I, I I would draw a line. You, you had Logan Thomas on Sunday uh, said basically like, yeah, we butted heads. I didn't like the way he made us work. Um, you know, and we heard that earlier this year, right? Like he works us too hard. That's an yeah. invalid complaint. I don't want to hear that. That's a whiner mentality from a group that has not achieved anything at any point in the last decade here. Right? Like I got Eric, the enemy side on that. If you want to make, if you're an offensive lineman, you would say, Hey, I wish we had run the ball more. I think that's more of a legitimate football based criticism. That's not the guy made me work hard. And I'm mad about it. That That's that's <laughs> like, Hey, I was in the trenches. Like, here's here's what I saw. Um, I don't know, you know, how much you take that into account. I, I I mean, obviously Eric Bieniemy, you know, knows more about these kinds of things than than the offensive linemen do going in. But I, I thought that was at least a more legitimate football based criticism, and not he makes us work hard, so I don't like him, which which was always always rubbed me the wrong way.
1: You can follow Michael on social media, Michael P N R V A. And speaking of Twitter, it feels like every five minutes Ian Rappaport or Adam Schefter are putting out another tweet of a candidate that the commanders will interview in the next few weeks here. So, do you have any idea of a timeline when a GM, a head of football operations, or a head coach could be hired by the commanders?
4: The Josh Harris said he wanted to be rapid but thorough. Uh, he said he wants to hire a GM first and then the coach, but he said, hey, I want the best talent. And so that may not line up, he said, because the best talent often has other options available. So if he's got yeah. a head coach on the hook, but not, but not a GM yet, he will not be afraid to pull the trigger on the head coach, knowing, knowing that, hey, he needed to get the best guy available. And then he'll work backwards, find a GM who can work with them. That, that's, that's awesome to hear a guy who, you know, he'll be flexible to talent was another phrase he used that I really liked, right? Like you think about the radio business, right? Like, they put me in my time slot because I never proved myself on radio. But you know, if, if the junkies walk in the door and say we want to have you know seven to ten p.m., you're flexible to talent, right? You know, you, you, you've <laughs> earned that. They, they, they've earned that with, with their with their performance over the years. Um, he has an idea of what he wants, but he will be flexible to the best people he can get and how they see things as well. I really like that approach. Um, the interviews happened this week. Uh, keep in mind, no official hires. Uh, until that person's season is done. So you, you may very well have a situation where we know who the coach is or we know who the GM is, but you're waiting out their season ending. Uh, that's happened before, uh, of course, obviously with Eric Bieniemy. That happened with the offensive coordinator search. Um, so yeah. it would not surprise me at all if we end up in a holding pattern because the postseason is ongoing.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, with Josh Harris and this group here, we want them to take their time and get the right guy, but also we know – it's a race against five or six other teams that will be looking to replace their head coach. That's Michael Phillips. Follow him on social media, Michael P in RVA. Check out MP on the mic Monday through Friday from 10 to 12 noon. Thanks a lot, dude. Yes, sir. Yep, talk to you again soon. You're listening to AWOD on the fan. Don't go anywhere. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back.